Welcome, welcome to welcome. the only podcast that draws you in like a straw in a milkshake. It's Pastor Live, the lighthearted podcast adventure that's all about God, the Word, answers to your questions, and, well, sometimes it's more questions to your questions. Hang on tight. You're listening to Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Thursday. It's April 27th and there's stuff outside. It's called grass. I don't know if you guys have noticed it. Uh, it's, all this, it's all this green stuff outside. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, we have some wonderful people in the studio with us today. We also have the Resolve Man Conference. It's this coming Saturday. Here we We're go. really excited about it. Uh, we got Pastor Dave in the studio today. Yeah. We got the other guy. We got Pastor James hey. here today. And we've got Gary Austin, hey, the voice Fettis. of the valley. Hey, brother. How you doing, man? <laughs> man it's doing really good. good to see you, man. Are you excited for the conference? So excited. I know. It's going to be great. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got Caleb Orr is That's in right. the studio hey, today. Hello, uh, hello. Caleb's here to oh, hang out. So good he's to be here. He's slumming it with the pastors yeah, today. Uh, yeah. And so we also have Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They're here today with their little ones, bud. Always glaring at me. Why do you guys keep turning? Why do you guys keep turning this so they're looking at me? Hey, Ty, Why is that? We yeah. never touch them. I, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> to do with that. that's super creepy. That's all. That's all I have to say. It's super creepy. Uh, but it is. It's two days to the annual conference. And by the way, guys can register right up to the event, right, Gary? Uh, yes, they can. And so they can re, they can go to resolve uh, resolvemen.com. Yeah. Right. Right up to the conference. Yeah. And uh, it's ten bucks more, but. Okay, so ten bucks more at the door. Ten bucks more. Yeah, so you could register online still. You can register in the parking lot day of for sixty five, or you can walk up to the door for seventy five. Oh, that works. Okay, there's a glitch we got to work on. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So hey, just a little secret for you: register in the parking lot and then come inside. Uh, Save yourselves ten dollars. But you won't have a name tag. That's true. Yeah, we'll write one out for you. But uh, but uh, Dave, today seems to be a special day. So it's uh, it's Babe Ruth Day, and we're not talking about the candy bar. So I, I mean, would, as I a baseball mind guy, talking about the candy bar. Well, I like the candy bar. Yeah, I, I do. Oh, yeah. I like which is actually Baby Ruth, but. So is there any candy? Yeah, well, is there any candy in here that you can actually eat? Because I, I, I was looking think- actually before we started, man. I don't think so. You don't unless, think there's anything there's in there? Some Starburst, you know, from uh, years ago. Well, I think the there, I think there might be some Starburst at the very, <laughs> is, very bottom. Is milk, but- the issue. No, it's the it's the chocolate actually. Oh, you can't yeah, do chocolate. Yeah, I'm, I'm allergic to chocolate. Yeah, seriously, yeah, I know. Uh, you're yeah. the yeah. second guy in my life I've known allergic to chocolate. See, and the first guy is my favorite guy. It makes of all me time. feel good to know I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah. my dad. No way. Yeah, like, if really? my dad ate chocolate, his psoriasis exploded. Man, yeah, well, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so, crazy. Is there chocolate on this? Reese's Pieces or peanut butter? You know, I actually think I might be able to do Reese's Pieces. I'm just too Except scared Except for the try. shell oh, has yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Uh, oh. It, it, it's got a little bit you of cocoa in that, it. Uh, like, I'd yeah. probably be okay, but it'd be, I'd be pushing it. Yeah, know? so we used to, it was kind of fun when you were younger, because we would, like, like at Christmas time or something, like, we'd have to, Lori and I'd have to go find, like, white chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we had to get the chemical white chocolate, yeah, because we tried, white chocolate. we tried real white chocolate, which mm-hmm. is basically be- bleached cocoa. Yeah. which is the same reaction so Oops. yeah but yeah, yeah. just Oops. as bad just yeah. as bad so, so can you eat cocoa nut uh yeah. co- coconuts <laughs> yes but i do you like i mean Sorry, do you have, by the way who likes coconut here oh, i mean you i like the flavor do you mean I, fresh I, I, or processed i don't like the shredded coconut, coconut that yeah. you do on like gingerbread houses i don't like that but like that's the flavor is great yeah i love know? coconut I my yeah. coffee or something about five mornings out of the week i have oatmeal oh. with fresh fruit and shaved coconut I see it every time you have it, and it yeah. looks bomb. Every it smells time. amazing, yeah. right? Oh, you know, yeah. but everybody. So you like coconut? Uh, not fresh, but yeah. Oh, shredded. I love. 
I love fresh coconut. That was when I grew up. That was the thing as a kid. My my dad, your grandpa, he oh, would yeah. he would actually get coconuts and he would come and we'd husk them and we would cut them and we would drink the milk out of them and then that would be That's a awesome. snack for me that yeah. would be what i did and then i've I, got a lovely yes. bunch of coconuts, coconuts. <laughs> yes <laughs> and then my dad would get a lime and he put it in the coconut and, you know but shake it all up you know so what's that got to do with Babe okay. Ruth? Yeah, I have I, no I, idea. Yeah. Babe yeah. Ruth well, how did we end up? Oh, we started talking about candy. That's right. Okay, that's, that's, right. Right. that's how it all fell apart. So. Babe Ruth, yes. Uh, the Sultan of Swat, the Colossus yeah. of Clout. Oh, right? he had some oh, other like names. That. The Colossus like that of Clout. Yeah, that's that's cool. good. He was an amazing, amazing player. Now, it's, um, uh, it says here that he was a basketball player. That's Is, a typo, I'm that's sure. That's a typo? Gary. We're going to throw Gary under the bus for that particular typo. Babe Ruth takes the cat out of basket. Yes, he just hits up baseball. And Dave, I know you played baseball. I mean, and you didn't ever play baseball. No, not with the softball. I never played with the babe. No? Yeah, no. So wait, what was your favorite sport growing up, though? I mean, that's a great question. Well, I know yours is baseball. But Caleb, what was your favorite sport growing up? Oh, man, I was a big soccer guy, man. I didn't like watching it, but I loved playing it. But I thought everyone that came to watch it was crazy. I was like, why would you watch this, man? You know, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and for me, I I played soccer. That was my sport. I played soccer, and I was coach. And what about you, James? What was your favorite sport? I'd rather talk about the picture I just sent to you guys of me actually drinking coconut water from a coconut. That's much more interesting. That's much more interesting. So I had a father who who was such a pacifist. Real. Yeah, that was in Hawaii. Oh, in oh yeah. December. Oh, yeah. That was a horrible it's like experience. This is Photoshop for sure. No, no. I, uh, I my father was such a pacifist. He said all sports were violent, and so he kept me away from sports. And so when it came for PE, you know, picking people for the team, I was always the last guy. <laughs> and but oh, so okay. I, I gravitated towards one man sports like snowboarding, skateboarding, rock climbing, stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, um, so like, so you're like full contact chess. You wouldn't do that or anything like that. Uh, Checkers what? was out. Have you seen chess boxing? Have like, you seen that? Like, bo- you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. You do a round like, of boxing and then you go hey, play, play around chess. Play around you know? chess. Have, have yes. you guys seen this? This is literally a thing on, on YouTube. You can see competitions, um, tag. Have you seen professional oh, it's tag? It's hardcore too, dude. Where it's like, it's like it's par- awesome. It's yeah. par- It's like parkour. Yeah. And they have the bars, and they're like jumping over and through, and these guys are insane. One on one tag, craziest thing. I have don't know why it's that? not in the Olympics no. yet. So, so Par- parkour tag. It's like yeah. well, it's like extreme tag. Extreme tag. Well, maybe but can, can we do that this Saturday at the men's conference? I think so, Dave. You I can think, do what you like. Yes, I, I think what we should I think do that would be awesome. I don't dude. know. Maybe the pastors. We just need to start a game of tag, and we play two weeks out of the year. You know, I, I play limp tag. You play like, limp. I just wobble along. I understand. I'm old and fat, so I'm decrepit. I'm deplorable. Well, I cheat. That's how I win That's games now. <laughs> I have grandchildren. He's honest. He's honest. Uh, Old age and treachery beats youth and skill every time. Every time. And the kids are never going to know how either. Oh, They're always going to oh, be yeah. like, how do yeah. you do it? You you know? just, yeah, you just quoted my father. who I don't know how many times he said that to me. Uh, Gary, you coconut guy? You, I, yeah, I like coconut. You like coconut? Okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, we got some things to talk about. We've got some questions that came in. Uh, and James has got one that came in, I think this is a week ago, or and we actually said we were going to take care of it today. So... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and just let James uh, read through this one. And then we've got some others that came in to talk about. So, sure. uh, yeah, got some good stuff. This comes from Candace and Mike in hey, Candace. Uh, Idaho Falls. Hey, guys. They say, I can't fully describe how important Pastor's Live is to my family and I. We truly enjoy listening to your discussion oh, of the word. You. But just the things they talk about 
Uh, but just the things they talk about are great. Did you know that previous studies have shown that motherhood changes the structure of the brain? But a recent study that I read shows the first time fathers undergo brain changes, losing up to 2% of their brain volume is after their baby's born. What does that, what does our faith tell us about having families? Brain loss or not, our Heavenly Father knew exactly what he was doing when he intricately designed parents to help better care for and love their new children. Well, that's, you know, that's a, it's an interesting, a couple of statements in that are interesting. I'm not familiar with any of that research, but I do know that um, that I, I probably got dumber as my children were born. Uh, but <laughs> Can't confirm. I, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but I, I think it just, it does take something out of us, but it does, we do physiologically change when we hold our first child. When, I mean, there's when, the, yeah. yeah, when children are born, men use, lose, pardon me, men lose the part of their brain that hears Babies crying between two and four in the morning. Yep, it's weird. Abs- it's a truth. I, I, I know, the craziest right? yeah, thing. <laughs> and I was going to say, so this says losing up to two percent of their brain volume after their baby's born, but it gets worse when your kids hit their teen years. You don't realize you're actually seventy five percent stupider than you ever thought. And your your teens will help you understand this because all you so, can really, the only words you can actually get out of your mouth are. Where's your mother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I agree. Definite, definite brain loss with childbirth. Well, there is a beautiful picture uh, in the Bible, and, and kind of going to your question, you know, what does the Bible say about families? First of all, um, in the beginning, God made them male and female. You know, we look at that Genesis theology. And then he said to them, hey, be fruitful and multiply. So what God did is he created image bearers. He brought them together in marriage to create more image bearers. And so, but there's this beautiful picture of the Trinity that you see in this. You see, um, you see this beautiful picture of, you know, you have a man and a woman and then out of them comes this child and they're all of the same substance. The father is not the mother. The mother is not the son. The son is not the father. You know, it's, it's like, that's, it's this beautiful Mm -hmm. picture because they're all of the same substance, but they are different in persons. So it's kind of a beautiful picture. I mean, and of course you understand if you push any example of the Trinity in the human realm, it does fall apart at some point, but it is kind of a beautiful picture, but we are designed to create communities. And one of the ways we do that is through children. I think uh, the Bible was written at an agrarian time. So the Psalms talk about how, Happy is a man whose quiver is full of children, and they're like fruitful vines around the table. And a man who has, uh, you know, children will sit uh, with his enemies at the gates, you know, because he has this backup, this help. And I think it is important to realize that there is a blessing in having children. And uh, the Bible does talk about that. We live in a culture that's kind of affected us a little bit, where it's like, uh, birth rates are way down in our culture where, mm. where people aren't having as many children. Part of it's financial. Um, part of it's how we view family now. Uh, but the Bible does talk about being healthy and having families and having children. I mean, you know, and it, I think it's really beautiful to realize it's God's design. I love you know? that you so, say we're, that the Bible was written in agrarian times when they were they were farmers. They were they lived in, with, and off the land, yeah. right? Yeah, which is part We're in the of... Song of yeah. Solomon right now, and, and my wife just giggles every time we read Song of Solomon, not because, not only because, it's sort of a sexy book, right? But also, oh, yeah. when, you know, when you got Solomon saying stuff like, hey, baby, your neck looks like a tower. I can see my house from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't work your, out. Your teeth, you got all your teeth. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> your teeth look like sheep coming over the hill. Yeah. And Sylvia's wow. like, man, he really knew how to... 
speak to a woman. Yeah, right. Right. You, you quote some of that scripture, trying to be holy and loving to your wife, and I'm like, baby, you look like your head is just full of goats pouring yeah. down your back. Mm. You know, like the hair, your hair is yes. like goats. Like, Did you and, just say I have hair on my back? No! Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think the, the Song of Solomon really helps us understand that... Um, Sex was designed by God. So intimacy was designed by God, but it was also designed for purpose. And so, and that purpose is more than just making children. It always frustrates me when I hear, um, yeah, you know, the purpose was to, you know, God made man and woman, and then you're supposed to come together and just make lots of babies. Yeah. Procreation is Pro- the only reason for intimacy. And and what? that's and that's and that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, procreation is not the only reason for intimacy, um, and it's it's actually part of how God expresses His whole creation right. through two people. Um, and that you know, in that marriage relationship, you think about the Song of Solomon, right? We were talking about this, and you think about how the Song of Solomon. It's like the climax of intimacy for a couple is something that's holy not dirty it's designed by god it's holy it's beautiful and it's designed uh by god and it does though create children out of it which is is part of that and so it is good to have children and you know and by the way if you if you if if you've been unable to have children listen you have to understand you're still loved you're still valued you're still cared for i mean it but and because it's infertility is such a heartbreaking thing for people who want to have children and and i just you just need to know that and that's why like we talk about we don't talk about what we're against we talk about what we're for we're for sanctity of life we're for all these things because it's part of god's creation um and that's why divorce is so devastating because divorce kind of breaks that divine example of our relationship with God, and it's that it's just it's so devastating in uh, this world. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, and if you're in the midst of infertility right now, I mean, just just so you know, I'm praying for you, and some of us are praying for you who've been through that. We went through a long season of infertility. Tina lost, I think, at least four different pregnancies along the way. There was a ten year gap between when our first son was born and, and our next one was born. We adopted one in between. But you, if you're in the midst of infertility right now, you probably aren't in a place to receive this. But if you have been through that season and you're healed in a sense, where you have those scars and you look back and you see how God carried you through, you do have an opportunity to adopt. And that is no less than a person who bears a child. You actually are bearing testimony to what God does to us when it says in Scripture He adopts us as sons and daughters of the King. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful testimony to choose someone. I uh, I love yeah. the passage, Pastor James, from Psalm one thirteen verse nine. As you guys were talking, this just was screaming in my head. So I I, I looked it up to make sure I quote it correctly because <laughs> it's one of my favorite verses to share with with sisters in Christ and and couples who are in that position where God says, he grants the barren woman a home, makes her a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 113, verse 9. I love that verse. That is uh, that great is, promise. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. And I I do really appreciate the question. Uh, but, you know, my wife says something about when after our third son was born, uh, Benjamin, that she goes, he took my brain. I mean, he's like, he sucked the brain out of me. It's like, I used to not forget things. Now I forget stuff. And you said, Lord, you mean he took your heart? She said, shut up. I mean brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it was, it was very interesting to watch. And by the way, your mother has never said shut up. No, no. She's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. That's a great example. (laughs) She does. She does. She says, the wonderful, precious Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. 
spot on. And if she, was, yeah, and if she was from the south, she'd just say, "Oh, bless your heart." Yeah. Bless your heart. Uh, you know, so she just has a mid- Midwest way of which, saying it, which is so. code for duck. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Something's yeah. coming your yeah. way. The, the shoes are coming. Watch so, out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing about that's one thing about my wife is she's never thrown shoes at anybody. So no. No. That's 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 a blessing. Well, they're too expensive. They might get broken. Well, yeah, but we deserve sure. you know, but we deserve having shoes thrown at us from time to time. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we're blessed every day that we don't have them coming out. Oh, I, absolutely, <laughs> yes. But I, I want to let you guys know that uh, you know one of those things. Yeah, it, the body it does change. It, it mm-hmm. the the body of a woman uh, physiologically changes. Um, her she neurologically changes. Yes, those the, all those studies are out there. I I don't have any in front of me. I don't know which studies you were reading, but it would be very interesting if you have that study um please send me the link to pastors live at the rev.fm because i would love to read whatever study that was uh that a man loses two percent because if a man has like you know four or five kids i mean we're talking 12 percent, which might explain a lot of frustrated wives so i'm just gonna move on now and so, i hope that explains me yeah. guys because i've got seven kids so yeah I hope, that does, hope you understand that, me better explains, now. yeah 14 percent down okay <laughs> Hey, we had another one that came in, and uh, this is uh, from Angelina uh, in Blackfoot. And it says, Dear Pastors, it is with a broken heart that I write to you and tell you that Natalie went oh. to the into the arms of Jesus on Sunday uh, because of her body being in cardiac arrest for those 12 minutes. Uh, she never regained consciousness and passed Sunday afternoon uh, with her family by her side. Um, I, I hope this email doesn't disappear like my others ones did. God bless you. And it didn't disappear. And, uh, hey, we're praying for the family. In fact, uh, hey, Dave, do you just want to pray for the oh, family real quick? You know, she's talking that? about yeah. while we were reading her last email on the air. Remember, they, were, they kept popping off of our phone. That was the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray, man. Lord yeah. Jesus, we love you so much. We love our sister Angelina, Lord, and... Um, we, you know, we, we pray for, for Natalie and just are like, well, is it, are you going to heal her? And Lord, you gave her the ultimate healing. Yes. Uh, you brought her home and, uh, she's in your arms as, as Angelina has testified and that, um, Lord, she went, she went into your arms, Lord Jesus. And that's the great promise for believers under the Lordship of Jesus Christ, that to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. And Jesus, I just pray uh, for your comforting Holy Spirit to be very present with Natalie's family, to be with Angelina and the loved ones. Uh, Lord, those who have experienced this loss uh, last Sunday, Lord Jesus, we um, we experience loss, and we often say we lost our loved one or we lost that family member. And the truth of the matter is, we know in our heart, Lord, we haven't lost them; they've moved, they've changed uh, location. They're in heaven; they're with you. And so we we pray for your comfort, Lord, to be uh, with the loved ones. And Lord, if there's anyone listening right now that does not have that absolute assurance that when they die, their sins are forgiven and they're on their way to heaven. Lord, we pray that even right now, just thinking about the mortality that each of us uh, will experience one day, we're all going to uh, leave this body of ours. Uh, 10 out of 10 people dying, that's a statistic that nobody gets around. And I pray, Lord, that right now your Holy Spirit would just 
speak to the hearts of men and women and boys and girls to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, to repent of their sins, as Ty talked about last weekend, that uh, there's no salvation without repentance. And I pray, Lord, for repentance to be granted to those who would acknowledge the truth today, that they might come to salvation through Jesus Christ. We ask these things in your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, Dave, thanks for praying for the family. Guys, we're running out of time for the day. Listen, if you've got a comment, question, uh, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. That's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. And we do encourage you guys, check out our website at watersprings.net or our YouTube page or our Instagram or Twitter or, you know, all those things, because we have the Truth For You daily readings. Today, we're in John chapter 4, uh, verses 1 through 45. We're in Proverbs chapter 15, <laughs> 1 through 3. And we're in Psalm 107, uh, 23 through 43, and the Song of Songs, uh, chapter 8 today. Um, and we want to encourage you guys, guys, especially in the local area, uh, please come and join us this weekend. You can still register at uh, resolvemen.com. Register right up to the that morning in the parking lot or come inside. And uh, we've got the Clifton Jansky concert coming up also on Sunday night. And hey, by the way, just so you know, it is Babe Ruth Day, so go get a candy bar. Maybe go... Uh, <laughs> Go throw, a, go throw a ball around with your son today. <laughs> Spend time with your kids today. Listen, you're loved, your family. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's the one and only Pastors Live, a Rev FM production with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Download and listen to more episodes from Spotify and Apple Podcasts and submit your questions and comments for next time to Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. His music, his word, the, the Rev. Rev.